This episode is going to be con- the. Con- I'm just gonna start over. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe, a show where friends get to sit around and discuss all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman. This episode is going to be a continuation of our new reader series, a series where we follow along with some friends of mine who are reading through Invincible for the first time. This episode is all about the Ultimate Collection Volume 11 hardcover, so please welcome back to the show, Liz. Hi, guys. And Brittany. Hello. So, this is essentially the final new reader. It's been over a year. I think it's been about a year and two months. Wow. That we, you guys started doing this. Yeah, the first New Reader, New Reader Volume 1, was, I believe, May of last year. We're so wow. dedicated. Wow. Yeah. It's, it is great. <laughs> so considering Volume 12 would come out probably in January or so of next year, yeah. and that will collect the end of the series, um, this is going to be the last one. And uh, wow. what's going to happen next for the New Readers? We're going to talk more about that at the end of this episode, um, but you'll hear more of them soon. Uh, remember, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. You can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, a couple news items real quick. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, the team who are doing the movie, mm-hmm. uh, did a Reddit AMA and Ask Me Anything on June 30th. And the uh, whole thing was, you know, kind of geared towards being about the show Preacher, which they do. Um, but I, you know, kept an eye on it just in case Invincible stuff came up. Yeah, and there was. I was out. like, oh. every time, like, something Invincible related popped up, I was like, oh, yeah, awesome. Um, the, some of the key things. And, and go, on, um, go on our Twitter. Uh, I posted images of all the, you know, times that Invincible was referenced. Uh, the big things are... Uh, um, apparently, they recently pitched a big idea to Kirkman. Um, he and then in, in another response, he called it, you know, a big base, uh, a basic idea. So a general. I kind of think it's it and, and maybe it's like a storyline. Exactly. What, okay. I think we can pull a few things from that. One of the one of them being um, they're actively working on it, which is good to know. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, another thing is like, what is that big idea and if they have to pitch it to Kirkman, obviously it's not a normal, and it's not the, the the exact comic. It's not word for word, panel for panel. I mean, we can expect something to feel or be different. different. So, is it? Does it have to do like? Is conquest going to be at the end of the movie? Is it going to be in an alternate dimension that Angstrom cooked up? You know what I mean? Like this could be something just different. And if he had to pitch it to Kirkman, then that means this is a new idea. Kind of. Yeah. Again. How do, you, how do you feel about that? It could be really exciting. It could, it could be, be really cool. Terrible. Look what I mean. Look like, what they did with Star Trek. I, I mean, know. that yeah. was kind of a reboot, but in the same universe. I mean, it's kind of a different story. They could be doing something like that. It could just be like, hey, our big idea is that the Viltrumite War is a main focus. Right. You know? Well, and I, I like that too because they might be thinking long term of what else we can be doing after this, like mm-hmm. a second Invincible movie. So if they're thinking like that then they might need to change yep. something so it flows nicely or makes sense. So mm-hmm. that could be cool. Yeah. Uh, again, take all this with a grain of salt. This is just them talking, just on, talking. on yeah. on, <laughs> on uh, Reddit, you know. But it's also cool that they pitched something to Kirkman, which means Kirkman is actively involved, 
right? I know. Well, I, I hope like so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we <laughs> didn't really get confirmation one way or the other. But look at like in the past, we've talked about uh, Last Airbender. The creators and writers of that show were like off the radar. They didn't yeah. want anything to do with the movie. You know, and it so showed. yeah. So I mean, it's good that. Don't. But I no, liked it. No, Brittany. It's okay. It's okay. No. But, Agree to disagree. Yeah. But it's opt. Either no. way, it's a it's a good thing that Kirkman is involved. You know, and yes. and hopefully that involvement stays. And well, even like any like Walking Dead, any mm-hmm. of the shows that he was involved with writing yeah. were really good. They oh, were yeah. like my favorite episodes, and I was like, oh, it was no like you can why. always you can always you tell can when tell. there was going to be a good uh, Buffy episode because Joss Whedon Joss, wrote, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully. Kirkman stays involved and he's, uh, you know, they keep going to him and they keep pitching ideas with him because that'll make me feel better. I mean, it's on the right track. I like everything that the, that this stands for. Well, like I said, I like that they're actively working. It's not yes. like this enigma well, of, the other thing oh, is, invincible. Yeah, exactly. It's real. But the other thing is, if they just pitched a big idea, odds are it's probably not even written yet. Of course. Or it's still in the early writing phases. So this is like still, this is still ways out. Yeah, yeah. I'd say two years minimum. Yeah. But that's okay. I mean, that's all right. We're still pretty excited yeah. about it. Of course. Either the other... The other small thing that he mentioned, uh, one uh, Reddit user asked him, asked them if uh, Zac Efron was going to play Mark Grayson. And, I hope not. and their response was, and I quote, just two words, too old? Question mark. So, uh, and then they're like, who do you want to see play? But I mean, does that show us that, you know, they're aiming for someone younger, which means, which could tell us that Mark's definitely going to be in high school? You know right. what I mean? But then again, if this movie isn't coming out for a couple years at least, Zac Efron, yeah, he he's probably just going to be a little too old for this role. Yeah. I, but I could see I could still that see serious, him. that funny. He's mm-hmm. got all of that. And especially, of course he has the physique. Especially but... where Mark is in the series now. Yes. But think about like the first, like high school, maybe early college. Like, I he don't know. He definitely is going to look too old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he yeah. definitely looks I the part and like I could, t- I could see I it. I could see it. I don't know. I'm, no, I'm okay with it not being. I think he's too far in comedy to... Yeah. Be able to do something with and some serious up, aspect. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have but, an idea of who I would like. Who? The kid from 13 Reasons Why. I think TJ said that too. But yeah. He was also in Goosebumps. Yes. Yes, that kid. Which, so, I mean, which one from 13 Reasons Why? I think he's the, the main, character. main character. I haven't seen it yet. Archie, so. the redhead? Who's the... Wait, am I thinking of a different show? Are you, no, you're thinking Netflix. of Rivendell. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, 13 Reasons Why. I haven't seen it yet, but that's on Netflix. I'm trying to think of who He's also character. in... Oh, okay. I can definitely see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He still has, like, that baby face. Yeah, Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps. The movie. Yeah. yeah. Goosebumps. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like the show. Like... <laughs> and there were some funny parts in, in Goosebumps, so I'm, oh, yeah. I think he'd be perfect for it. Yeah, that's not a bad one. I have heard that one thrown around. I think... I want to say TJ might have even said it. We'll ask him afterwards. So... Uh, other than that, uh, Comic-Con is going to be July 20th to 23rd. Uh, that's actually going to land right in the middle of when our next episode is going to be airing. So uh, this episode or next episode, obviously we don't know what has been announced, if anything's going to be announced. But of course, we'll be keeping our eyes and ears peeled for any announcements. Uh, we do know that there is going to be some little, you know, more of those little invincible figures that are going to be colored. There's going to be one of Conquest and everything. But we talked about those last episode. Um, so... Of course, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. We'll announce things and, you know, you know, spread the word if anything else comes out of that. So that does it. Uh, we're ready to jump into this. Uh, right before we uh, start with issue 121, the beginning of volume 11, a quick little recap of what happened in volume 10. Um, Mark chased Angstrom Levy into that other dimension, got stranded there after that other Mark killed him and all, yeah. or after Robot him, left him there. Uh Anissa raped Mark 
mm-hmm. after he left. Robot went on his killing spree for the good of the world and everything. Uh, during that, Tara was born after Eve got her leg ripped off. Uh, some time passed and the world actually did get a little bit better. We found that William was saying, hey, yeah, everything's great. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark and his family left Earth. Uh, and there's still a group of resistance heroes. Um, oh, and the whole thing with Battle Beast and Thrag fighting throughout the entire volume. Yes. Oh, Brittany. Ending with... I will never forget your reaction. <laughs> like, when I saw Thrag in this in this one with wearing Battle Beast, I was like, Brittany was so shocked. That was great. I couldn't believe you actually realized it on the, on the podcast. But yeah, so Battle Beast is gone. Thrag so has his own... Yeah, it's and amazing. Thrag is creating his own army out of the, that race of... You know that Oliver was created from. So smart, so very smart. smart. But that uh, that group of resistance fighters is uh, kind of where we pick off with pick pick up on in volume eleven. So volume eleven contains issues one twenty one to one thirty two, and it had been a while since we had seen Earth because the end of volume ten was Mark on Telescria with Eve, and they're doing all those family things and everything like that. So we didn't know the chaos. We didn't know what was going on on Earth, and so it was cool to pick up right with an issue that is entirely earth yeah we don't see mark we don't see anything this is all earth um but yeah 121 it's the cover of robot holding up a bloody immortal um but it's cool like i said starts with immortal fighting robot and kind of protecting duplicate and their kids because they have those two kids but then uh Immortal gets captured, and we see Zandal still wearing the bulletproof costume. I know. Yeah, makes me so angry. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, and he was just like, it's for the greater good, more or less. And I was just like, you're mm-hmm. such a sellout. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so disappointed. Yep. I, yeah, very sad about that. And uh, because everybody, you know, a lot of them are captured. So we've got, you know, Brit, Monster Girl, you know, Kaboomerang, El Chupacabra, all those guys, Yeti. Monax is in the background there. Yeah, just think, he captured amanda like oh, yeah. he that's when that's yep i couldn't believe that and i like that they show like a glimpse of da sinclair of like question on his face of what is happening like i like he doesn't oh ag- i think he that's doesn't like agree a, with that's a, that's a knowing glance i think like immortal looks up at da sinclair and it's like all right like you ready for the plan yeah the plan's about to happen yeah and then his face is like oh yeah okay yeah. it's it's going yep. down so you could tell that he was like and I like this. Immortal is like, okay, everybody, back to your cells. Like, get, get back, get back. And he blows up. So the plan was to sneak a to bomb in. Inside of him? Inside Immortal. Yeah. And blow himself up. And Zandal's face gets scarred in the process. Yes. And like, he that He's one. sizzling. Yeah, right? And uh, so all the, you know, this plan to break everybody out, all these resistance heroes... Start breaking out. We got Monax actually helping. I say, I really like that we finally got to see Monster Girl and Monax together yes. and working together. Like yeah. that was that was really cool for me, and kind of sad too, because now it's really them against Rex, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It just yeah, and they have it a, still hurts. I yeah. don't know why, but it's just. And like, this is the issue where they have a good moment where Monax basically like he says. You know, now you they, know. Yeah, like now you know it hurts that you know the truth. And Amanda goes on to say, like, um, I went from loving someone so much to hating them so much that I, I feel love, like something I broke inside that me. I loved dialogue. I oh, loved it. I yeah. know. But it was, it was great to seeing Monax and all of them. Um, they, <laughs> I like uh, that D.A. Sinclair is helping out. He sends the Reanimand to fight them back. And then when, like, shit hits the fan, he uses the white room 
Yeah. I like that. That yeah. was kind of neat. And this was his, like, redemption moment. Like, his, right? You know, this, is yeah. a, this is a character who was in, like, I think, um, geez, we talked about him in New Reader Volume 2. I mean, they reanimated were in Volume 1. Like, this is a character who has been... He's grown and evolved so much. Oh, yeah. Like, I really, he even yeah. looks normal now. I, I right? Yeah. He looks he less look creepy. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Must have been his girlfriend slash wife with the baby. Yeah, she was you pregnant, know, like, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Changed and it's him. nice to see uh, Rex freaking out and somebody actually getting the upper hand on him and threatening D.A. Sinclair and D.A. Sinclair being like, nope, you know, peace out, yeah. you know, and he <laughs> launches off in a rocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, goodbye. But, oh, yeah, and then we've got Zandal with uh, talking to Rex and Rex saying, oh, relax, we'll fix it. And Zandal's like, no, this is this is who I am. I deserve this because he feels essentially two-faced, you know, Yeah. pun intended, I guess, because of everything he did, remember his family and... um like he killed his parents in a way, like the, his girlfriend, and then he like made it look like a car accident right. to hide the bodies. So he's, yeah, he feels two faced not only for that, I guess, but for also, I guess, in a way, betraying the other heroes by, you know, turning them in right. in the last volume. It was, he deserved what he got. He yeah he he did, and like this, I kind of like read a couple different ways too. Is like he knows what he's doing is the right thing, but it doesn't change how he feels inside, yeah, you know, and just like Rex, he knows what he's doing is going to cause violence and cause issues, but he's trying to do it with the least amount of damage or death Mm -hmm. to other people as possible. Yeah. So it's like... But he still believes it's the right thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I I like that he left his face. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, ooh, Batman. Yeah. (laughs) I thought, you know... Yeah, it is very two-faced looking. Yes, yeah. Um... The resistance fighters are kind of holed up underground. I like uh, this little conversation between Immortal and D.A. Sinclair. And he's like, so let me get this straight. You have to, once the majority is put back together, how does that work? And uh, Immortal's just like, it's best not ask questions. I was cursed a long time ago. Um, I did like that when he did blow up. He's like, someone grab my legs. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Grab my legs. If I don't get back together. Yep. Oh yeah! So, oh yeah! And this is that conversation with Monster Girl, or with Amanda and Monax mm-hmm. about hating and loving and yeah, so good, so mm-hmm. good. And Monax telling her that that whole that that fear of losing yourself and the fear of you know the things uh, that you know that fear will keep you from doing or cause you to do that means that you are a good person. Yeah, you know, like that, that was, resonated so. That is a really good scene. Mm-hmm. So like, F you, Rex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then all the heroes are gathered together and Brit has a moment. I freaking hate him. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But... Well, I mean, it's tough because it's it's one of these situations and this and Invincible is so good at this. Like, what is right? What is wrong? Obviously, like, Brit's saying, like, hey, you know, everything's better out there. Right. And that's, that's the thing, too. Like you said, this is Earth. We haven't seen Earth in a while. So now that it's, like, changing, we have to readjust how we're thinking about their life on Earth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, things are changing. They're actually getting better. Whatever he's, he's doing. Yeah. And, yeah, he, he's, and then he throws in Cecil. Like, this is what Cecil would want. Yep. And yep. Um, you know how much I hate Cecil. So then I was just like... And he says, like, oh, Cecil would have, wouldn't have hesitated if it meant dying to achieve this. Yep. So I was just like, well, then I guess it's the wrong side because it's the <laughs> Cecil side. <laughs> And I like how uh, Rex was listening in the whole time. Because, of course... Ske- he's just a skeevy little bastard. Right. Eyes and ears everywhere. Yep. Um, but he basically says, hey, uh, 
you guys come with me. Those if you, of you agree, if come you agree, with me. yeah. If yep. you don't agree with me, if you want to, I won't pursue you. I won't fight you unless you attack come, me. Yeah. But you know, have your own thing. And I like Kaboomerang walking away, telling Amanda, uh, "What would we be fighting for? Revenge? Revenge. Yeah. Like what it's is not there? Like it. yeah. So and it's left with uh, Amanda and, it and sucks because he's right. That's like, the thing. That's what sucks about it because it's like they want. It's like at this point, do they just want to punish him for what he did? Yeah. It's like it's it's not necessarily that they have a problem with what he's accomplished. But that's how he went about it. It's how he went about it. But that's a tough situation. Yeah, so. morally, you can't follow a person like that. Yeah, yeah, it's that it comes down to them. Yeah. The ethics of it, but it's interesting, and uh, that's where we're left with that because, you know, Britt and some of them go off to help Rex and. I want to say that's the last time we see them in this volume. I feel yeah. like you're right. Yeah, that you Pretty say sure that. it is. Yep. Darn yep. it. Yep, I know. Now you have me thinking. Yeah. And you'll know soon. <laughs> you'll know soon. All right. Then no, we... I'm going to wait. I'm yep. going to wait till it all comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Issue 122. We're back on Telescrio. It starts off with Alan talking to the council mm-hmm. on the co- for the Coalition of Planets. Um, and he's talking to them about how locating thrag is the number one priority and then we've got this uh this other uh senator what is her name senator uh alaya yeah the one who wants representative alaya yeah representative alaya this green gross looking alien uh who we see more of later Mm -hmm. um she suggests that we do the same thing thrag's doing breed more viltrumites why not I would have shot her right there. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think this is a good idea, though, Liz? I mean, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it is. I mean, yeah, it kind of is. But at the same time, I mean, Brittany, you're saying no. I mean, (laughs) it. Alan brings up a good point. He says, "Hey, I know what breeding camps do. I mean, where do they stop? Do they just keep breeding viltrumites until it's suits their needs? And then at what point is that moral? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a thin line and... Oh, yeah. Well, especially if it is just, like, a breeding ground, how she was suggesting it. But I feel like... That's just nasty. (laughs) It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's not right. Yeah. Well... No, I I 100% agree. I'm just thinking, how many has Thrag actually created? Well, yeah, exactly. And they're in trouble. They're going to be destroyed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's purely a defense. Yeah. So that's like that's the reason why I think it's a quote unquote good idea. Oh, I know. Should it, they do it? I don't no. think she's crazy for suggesting it. Right. Exactly. I, I, I know. Um, and then we got. Uh, I mean, Alan shuts her down. She yeah. storms off angrily. She doesn't like him very much. Uh, I no like one this likes when you disagree with a woman. Yeah, I like this battle beast representative yeah. that shows up to yeah. basically apologize on her behalf and everything, and his little tease. I know. Yes, I'm like what. There is a tale of another or yeah, a story there's, of another. There's something? prophecy of another. Prophecy. Another yeah. battle beast. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Nothing the whole rest of the novel. I was waiting. I was like... <gasps> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, please don't leave this unanswered. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, we've got Alan sitting down with a little checkup with Mark and Oliver. And uh, Oliver or Alan has a lot on his mind. He, he asks Mark if he's been to... Uh, the, what did he call it? The, um, the Greenlands. And apparently they went during like breeding season or something like that. And Mark and Eve and Tara were attacked. And yeah, I mean, it's showing that Alan's got a lot going on with Thrag and everything like that. And so 
they uh, they talk about how they have a date night planned, and uh, there's this scene that we talked about a couple times on this podcast. They're on their way to this theater, and Mark, Eve, and um, Tara walk past a beggar who's like a- asking for something, and. Um, Eve says, no, don't do it. Because at this point, there's so much she's, weird stuff. Well, she's this. so creeped out by this place in yeah, general. Yeah, exactly. Well, so. last time she helped, what was it, look like a little girl with a cat or something? Yeah, like yeah. And then he ate the cat. Yeah. Oh, and my gosh. What's that? That reminds me of Hellboy, the troll that eats birds or something. Oh, yeah. Um, Just walk away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot I was going to say it. But anyway, keep going. Yeah, so another alien creature comes up to help that beggar, and it shapeshifts into that creature. So... We know that there's a creature that can shapeshift. Mm-hmm. Might not mean anything, but... Might mean something. Might yeah, mean something. The look on that guy's face. Yeah, it, he's, well, he's shocked because this guy, this beggar alien, just turned into a duplicate of him. I don't know. Yeah, and I wonder if it's only by touch. Yeah, you know? it looks yeah. like it is. Yeah. So, but at this theater, um, there it's this theater that, you know, Oliver described it as... What was it? Vibrations and lights. Lights, yeah. You know, Sounds. he said it's the closest thing is to call it like a movie theater. Yeah. Um, I like how Huluma, Oliver's girlfriend, and Mark don't get along because yeah. the food <laughs> situation. Um, and this whole uh, theater thing uh, really bothers Tara. Like, she ends up screaming and everything like that and having they have to leave. And then, you know... Mark is saying that, you know, because Oliver says, hey, do you want to go out later? And Mark's saying, no, I don't feel so great either. Now, this is something that we have not talked about on the podcast. I keep meaning to bring up with Bill and TJ, but I have seen this kicked around online. What if this is showing us that, like, what is Mark's big weakness? What is his, like, kryptonite? Like, anytime dinosaurs or robot, somebody stops him, Cecil... It was a... it's like an inner ear, ear thing. Yeah. Like it's a vibration, you could say. It's a frequency. Yep. So maybe this light vibration show hit a certain frequency that bothered Tara because she's an infant. Right. And gave Mark a little and headache. Partly Voltramite. And part, part Voltramite. Yeah, exactly. But it didn't bother Oliver. So maybe this is showing us that Oliver being part of that bug race is immune to the thing that Mark is not immune to. Right. So does that mean that those those Viltrumites that Thrag has don't have that Art Won't be crippled weakness? by that. Or maybe they just have to find the right one. Yeah. I don't know. But, but that is a good thought. But it's something that I've been meaning to bring up with Bill and TJ. Well, and I wondered, too, if it was even just, like, sympathetic, like, saying, oh, I didn't feel good, too, but I felt True. like it was more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I did feel like there was a deeper meaning to that. Yeah. Um, I liked seeing uh, Oliver and Mark kind of on patrol. Yeah. Fighting, you know. They well, I mean, it's like a throwback. Exactly. And, and yeah. it feels good. Oliver I looks like awesome on this together. page. Yeah. yeah, they both have capes. Yeah. Um, I really like Oliver in this in this, in this this scene. Like, he looks visibly different. Like, they, they it's, it's, I don't know. This is like my favorite age of Oliver. We did, we've been wanting to see him older for so long. And getting to see him in action and actually fighting everything alongside Mark was really cool. Just trying not to be jaded, you know. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. I like this. Uh, I like this Canslock farm too. Those are the things that uh, Alan's always eating. Yes. Yeah, and this whole Rhinax thing was really funny. Um, 
What's that? Yeah, this this was this, yeah this creature that Eve Eve walks out on her windowsill, and it's just another, you know, flying creature of that planet. Mm-hmm. But it just like barfs more or less like right in front of her, burps on her or something. Yeah, and she's the, just like I'm she's, done. She's she just hates it. She's having I don't the blame her. I I'd be that person. Like let's go home. <laughs> she's just having the worst time. Yeah. He's like, why me? Mm-hmm. Um. But the issue ends with uh, Mark and Oliver reporting back to Alan and Alan getting some news because Space Racer has been monitoring Thrag and keeping an eye on him and apparently uh, has made contact. Yep. So that leads us to issue... Space Racer. (laughs) Yeah. Leads us to issue one, two, three, where... uh... (laughs) Where uh, it starts off with Sorry. what I'm assuming is what Alan asked of Mark. Um, Mark has to sit down with Eve and kind of say, hey, so what do I do? Am I going? Yep. You know? And Eve understands. She's saying you have to go after him. You have to go after him. Um, and she hates the fact that she's stuck there. She's getting, I think she says calls it uh, alien planet, like cabin fever. Yeah. You know? What, what else is she going to do? Yeah. You know? like and, and she also says that she's kind of, you know, not attached, but she has to take care of Terra, too. So she can't get a break. I mean, she's constantly taking care of Terra and on an alien planet. Yeah. Um, well, then I, I like the next panel, too, where they show, like, oh, so go take some time for Eve, especially before, you know, Mark has to leave. And this is the first time we see her leg. Yeah, isn't that cool looking? Yeah. I yeah. love that so panel. I, I, I really like the artwork in this one, too. It's, mm-hmm. It looked really awesome. Yeah. She's like, I'm out. And I had forgotten, you know, because we'd only seen her. Mm-hmm. you know from you know chest up so i was like oh yeah she lost her leg oh yeah I totally forgot yep and i know I, I mentioned it last uh new reader volume um because mark and tara had like a daddy daughter night and i was calling it daddy daughter day yeah. because i was thinking of this of this one this yeah, is yeah, when yeah. he has daddy, daddy daughter day and i love these two pages yeah. it's just so cool not only like seeing all the different things they do but how they both end in the same, like, way. And you know, yeah. this is where I could really relate as a parent. Because there's times, like, I'm with the kids. And I'm just like, I just need a minute for me. <laughs> and I do. I take two hours. And, you know, I come back. And I'm like, yay! Feeling say, great. Yes. And it, I, so I can definitely sympathize with that. And, of course, the kids are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, because I'm sure there's days like this, too. Like what Mark's having. Where it's just like, you know. Yeah. A, a good out. day with the baby. You know, yeah. a good day with the kid. I love how, like. You know, every second panel is him changing diapers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, yeah his face is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like her eating the comic books, uh-huh. him reading Science Dog. So cute. Yeah. I love that. That's a great, you know, and, and great because, well, you guys know what's coming up. I mean, it was a great moment that they have together because not this only they do they each get what they need, but then uh, they also get a little bit of alone time together. In oh, the yeah. Next they scene. get what they need. Yeah. Yep. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And then on, uh, liked it. That was funny. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, Mark. Sorry, what's it? Oh, sorry. I was just I was trying to hold the page. So. Oh, that's all right. all right. And then on the next day, Mark has to head out. He says goodbye to both of them. And <sighs> I know it's like it's so hard. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. I liked Oliver telling Mark, "You walk too much." <laughs> and he's like, "It's an it's an old habit." So. And, you know, Mark kind of chastising him for being too excited because he's like, he says, this guy ripped your arm off and, 
at your jaw, you know, you know, you have to be more serious. Right. Like it's game time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eve, you know, telling uh, Eve and uh, telling Alan and they have that little conversation. Alan says that he's not going with them. He's got he's needed there. And, you know, give me a call. I'm pretty awesome. Sometime. <laughs> Please be the rock. Please cast the rock. I know. Isn't this yeah. such Please. a rock scene? Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty awesome. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, Mark and Oliver have a talk about how this is, you know, Thrag is essentially making an army of Olivers and how scary that is. Um, but you know what, too, is like you have to think, is Oliver going to feel more connected to them? Yeah, exactly. Because of this. Mm-hmm. And it's... he might. And that's brought up later on in this yeah. volume. And so on this alien planet that they're that they're tracking Thrag down on, they're searching all over the place. They find the spy. He was no good. He wasn't helping them at all. No. And they scour the entire planet looking for any sign of this fight with Space Racer, any sign of Thrag or his kids or anything like that. And Mark stumbles onto a cave. Yeah. So he travels down the cave. And while he's going down this cave, he's talking with Oliver and Oliver's talking to some of the locals and he's he's trying to warn Mark saying, hey, the locals say don't go don't go in there. And Mark starts falling yep. and he hits the ground and there's this bright white light coming from this creature, which we on the podcast aptly named the Spaghetti Monster. <laughs> so when we refer Classy. to it, we call it the Spaghetti Monster. Okay. Exactly. Mark reaches out, touches it, and... What did you guys think of this? Do you guys remember this page? Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. It was the very first yeah. episode. First issue. Yeah. And I was kind of like, what? So Pretty Mark, much what Mark's face looks like. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> That's Mark what has, I look like. <laughs> so Mark has essentially traveled back in time in a way, and he is on his toilet reading Science Dog. It's a do-over. Yeah. Like, he essentially has a do-over. Friday. Yep. So how cool was that? Was that, I mean, were you excited? Yes. Like, Yes. And you know what? And what he did, like saving people, talking to people, like that's exactly what mm-hmm. I would have done. You know, like mm-hmm. I know this is going to happen. So let's go save them. Like yep. this is what I know so about the next, you, you and you. Yeah. You know, like. So the next three issues, this is called reboot question mark. Yeah. Because obviously a play on all the reboots going on in the comic book industry and everything like Great that. And Kirkman show, likes by to. The way. What is? Reboot. I used really? to watch that growing up. Yeah. Wait, is that. You mean the. Uh, is it the. Um, CG one, yes, reboot. You're I right. That is, they're blue skinned or yes. green skinned. Yeah, they're yes. Oh, uh-huh. that's I right. They took place. Too. I think they lived inside of a computer. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh man. I really like that. Sorry that's funny. Sidebar, but... No idea what you're talking about. That's cool. <laughs> um, but we knew reboot was coming. You know, the one thing that happens with you know when we're reading these issue to issue, the reboot uh, arc was announced. You know, well before it happened, so we knew that something was coming that was going to cause a reboot. Mm. We so we didn't really have the same experience you guys had of what's this, what's this, and then you turn the page and he's, you know, we kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. Um, but it's so cool. It's such a a, a cool. I'm glad concept. that they did it. We were worried at the time. We didn't know exactly. I mean, what it meant. Yeah, we yeah. didn't know what kind of ramifications this had. We would have. I mean, it's called reboot with a question mark. We knew that you know, obviously things were gonna stick. You know, things weren't going to stay bad forever. Like, it's not like we weren't going to see Alan or Thrag again. Like, right. we knew that, but we Just didn't know why time. or what was happening. Um, but it's cool. I mean, we get to see these uh, these things all over again. You know, this issue... I was so excited to see the dynamic between real Rex and... Right? Isn't yeah. that crazy? So... That's my girl. Like, And he's like, wait a minute. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Explode. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I like Mark coming down from the bathroom. His dad's fighting the dragon on the TV, just like he was in the first issue. Um, and he approaches Eve at you know, school at school right away saying hey eve and she's like only my friends call me that that's my middle yeah. name it's samantha what are you doing weirdo um but he's <laughs> like we really, <laughs> yeah he's like we really need to talk so they go to the Creeper. dumpster where they you know would change into costumes and fly away because you know nobody looks up right and he says he knows all about the teen team and everything and that he's scared and he needs help and this is freaky can you imagine like this is really messed up and uh they fly away to the teen team base, and I love that. You're right, Rexplode. Who the hell is this jerk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it was nice to see him. It really mm-hmm. was. I mean, at this point, Eve and Rex are a couple. Mm-hmm. So, and just to see like robot, yeah, as robot yeah. again, yeah. old suit robot. Like, and then I was thinking, like, does he know? <laughs> yeah, right? you know, I'm like still like very cautiously reading this as mm-hmm. I'm you know turning the page. Mm-hmm. But luckily, it was cool. Yeah. Mark convinces them that he's from the future and they're like, you know, try and prove it. Yeah. And he sends, he basically turns in his teacher. Remember yeah, his he turns teacher? in his teacher and mm-hmm. he also tells like what robot is, like mm-hmm. that he was they deformed. Who he originally or, was. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. He's, he, call, he says that he's that deformed being in the tube. Yep. Mm-hmm. There was that other thing that uh, he says. He says that I wish there was something that you could tell me that I don't know, that I could kind of corroborate, corroborate, whatever, with what I do know to see if this is actually realistic. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, hard to explain. Is like, this really happening? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, he says, I wish there was something you guys could say that wouldn't be something I knew, that maybe I could use my knowledge of the future events to confirm without me having already known it. But that seems impossible. And Robot goes on to say that he feels that his lack of humanity would cause him to do something that scares him. Like that, that he's afraid of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark's like, oh God. Oh God. Yep. So, and, and Robot's like, tell me, what did I do? What, and, you know. Not now. But okay. again, isn't that, oh, it's such a cool dynamic. Mm hmm. And I was commenting how much I like um, Eve's butt cheek on. Mm hmm. It's a good shot. <laughs> Eve's butt is a very famous character on this podcast. <laughs> they better cast her right. Oh, I know it. Uh, double. I like Eve offering to uh, fly him home. And he's like, no, I should have been at work. I would have gotten my powers. And him just being like, there you go. Bye. Done. Loved it. Flying home. And then this scene where uh, Mark is sitting at the dining room table eating dinner. This is the same like panel for panel shot where, you know, how was your day? And then, you know, Nolan says what he does. And Debbie asks Mark and he says, oh, I got my powers. And they're like, that's nice. Pass the potatoes. I love it. And it's the same. She has the same tone. As if he would have said nothing at all, which kind of like proves that point that was made early on that it's not that big of a deal to her, yep. regardless of whether he got his powers or not. Um, but here comes the sadness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark gets I'm frustrated. Done, like, yeah, he's like, I'm so done with this. I want to wake up, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. His poor sad face. <laughs> yeah, and he, I'm sure he just wants someone to talk to. Like, yeah, yeah. Really, it's got to be very isolating. Yeah, and him still wondering: Is this even? Is it know, real? Is, is it really happening? Am I making changes? Am I really saving people? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's got to be a lot for him to process. Yeah, I love this montage right here, and we get a couple of them during reboot. But it's like, hey, this is the costume I want. Stopping Titan from the bank robbery. Stopping the Mahler <laughs> twins. Yeah, I did. I like it. I could imagine everything happening. You know, it's very, yeah, very cinematic. Uh, D.A. Sinclair, 
you yeah. know, shutting mm-hmm. that down, saying, don't worry, you'll get a second chance. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. okay. Poor Mark. So yeah. alone. But again, again and just thinking, yeah, I have to do all of this all over again. Like, mm-hmm. he went through so much. I can't imagine reliving it. Like, yeah. I just yeah. can't. Mm-hmm. Um, the Flaxons come to fight, uh, you know, come to this dimension, and they're fighting them back, and Mark's telling them, hey, they're going to age, just give it some time. Yep. And during that fight, Nolan shows up. So uh, they have, uh, Nolan's obviously upset because he hasn't, you know, told him about this. You'd think, you know, he would have. And like they say over doing dishes, you know, later on, which is another cool throwback to them talking over dishes like they did in the yeah. uh, earlier volumes. Um, he's saying like, you should have, you just tell me, hey, I got my powers. That's, it's as easy as that. What's the big deal? And Mark says, can we talk outside? So this is that moment in which Mark says, hey, this is happening. I know who you are. I know why you're here. And he starts it off by saying, like, do you love us? Do you love, Right, you know? he's trying to, like, build he's that building premise into it. Like, or hey. that background knowledge mm-hmm. of, like, you do, like, remember this because it's... Yeah. And uh, he says that he knows that, y- you know, you're planning on killing the Guardians. I know what you're do- going to do. Please don't try and conquer this planet. And his fist just, like, balls up, and that's how that issue ended. And I was like, no, not no. again. Yeah, because you know, like, this is this is that moment. Like, as soon as he finds out, he beats the shit out of him. Yeah, I mean, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, he comes to the realis- realization sooner of, I do love you guys, I don't. Yeah, you know, I mean... It still happens. Right. He still tells him. But it's him, not as bad, And he obviously. beats the shit I love how in this this time, when he fights him, you see him, like, avoiding buildings. Like, yeah. I like to think that that building, you know, avoiding that building doesn't cause Powerplex. Because Powerplex wanted to kill Invincible. Oh, that's right. Because his sister died in yeah. yep. that fight. Think of that. Like, I like to think, like, that... You know, he's doing this intentionally. And, they, I mean, he's smarter. You he know? is, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he's he even knows saying crap, crap, like, no, we have to move. And, like, yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Good um, catch, Ryan. I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. I like uh, how he intentionally crashes into the Guardians of the Globe face. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys never got to see them fight. Like, you just saw that little montage of them. And they were gone. Yeah. And then he kills them. But in this world, he doesn't get a chance they're to. There. So yes. they're still there. So we get a fight scene with, you know... Omni Man fighting Invincible with all the Guardians of the Globe fighting back. This was satisfying. I right? I, I did like seeing this for sure. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, Nolan still got to say his uh, whole "I don't like you." The feeling was mutual. Put his hand through <laughs> immortal. immortal. Yeah. Um, but seeing you know War Woman and you know Martian Man and everything, and I love. Okay, so this one page that you guys are on right there, I love how Nolan punches Mark. And it looks like the, I keep saying like the screen, but the panel goes black and it's very cinematic. And you see Mark like whisper, you know, but you do, you do have a choice. Yeah. And it just looks like everything's quiet and slowed down and the color's very muted. Yeah. And it's just a really neat It, it was an awesome imagery, way. For, yes. You know? Especially because everything was so bright and vibrant. So at yeah. that moment, you really like, you felt that like solemn feeling of mm-hmm. like, this is what's happening. And yeah. And it's got to be so frustrating. He knows his dad is a good at heart and he knows what he's conflicted with. But seeing... He's just got to get him there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing I guess the... no one's got to fight a couple people to realize what's yeah, happening. Yeah, right. 
Uh, I like seeing Darkwing and the Red Rush and everybody help out and Green Ghost. Yeah. But they eventually subdue him. You know, it takes pretty much the whole team. Uh, I like Immortal calling him a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just laying there in blood. Dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, Cecil showing up to take him away. He's like basically saying, hey, I'll take it from here. And notice he's got the reanimate already. Yeah. You know. Because he's already. He's already got DA. Yep. And then, of course, uh, Aquarius showing up. <laughs> hey, guys. What's happening? Hey, guys. Oh. Useless. Yep. <laughs> Um, Mark and Cecil have a moment together where they talk about how he's going to work for him. And, you know, Cecil believes that he knows the future and how beneficial somebody that knows the future is. Of course he does. He will use whoever he wants when he wants. (laughs) After you, Cecil, die again. Oh. (laughs) Uh, What do you guys think of this? So, Nolan kind of, I mean... Do you, are you okay with Nolan's response to this? No. Do you think it's out of character that he turned or something? I just didn't like how he went from beating the crap out of everyone to just, I'm so sorry. Yeah. This was a, this was brought up on the podcast between us. Quick. I'm okay with it. You know, uh, yeah, it feels a little quick. Um, I think it was necessary though. We couldn't mm-hmm. go that far, like... How much would we have to read to go through in this reboot three page, you know, this three issue thing to get the point across, you know? Um, but thinking about it, I mean, Nolan did realize it right away. He he didn't kill Mark. He his fist trembled and he flew away crying. He just left. He doesn't have that option to leave in this situation. I feel like him being, you know. In, imprisoned by Cecil basically showing like hey you have to face it as you, you don't get to fly away and go you know have a kid with some bug alien you know which I was that's what I was thinking there's no, no Oliver. Oliver yeah there's no Oliver there's no in this Oliver. world yes yep. so that's I was thinking about that too I was like can we just like let him go to the planet for a second and then come back mm-hmm. um but I I mean I liked it because everything in this timeline is sped up because yeah. Mark knows the future. Mm-hmm. So for him to come to that realization sooner was not too like too soon for me personally reading. It was just like he did know it. Mark started out the conversation yeah. with him saying, hey, you love us, you love us, and him already saying, I do. So him even saying, I do love you, mm-hmm. was a big step yeah. anyway. So it almost like it warmed him up in a way. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That's kind of how I took it. Mm-hmm. So then the final issue of Reboot, 126, and also the halfway point of the volume 11, uh, it starts off with Mark talking with Alan, and I love this, because you can assume this is the first time Alan comes to Earth, and he's like, I can't believe it. (laughs) What's that? He's little He's not all jacked. Exactly, yeah, because this is what he used to look like. Um, And I like how it's like, what do you mean? This is is Earth, not Urath. Remember? Because the (laughs) first time he was coming, he was going to the wrong planet, and... And he tells him how there is a rogue Viltrumite, and there's two of us now, and we're willing to help. You're going to go back to the Coalition. You're going to talk to Thaddeus. And, um, yep. you know, it was that whole thing. And, you know, Alan meeting Nolan and Mark saying that you guys are going to become really good friends and everything like that. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. No, I liked it, too. And I liked how Alan and him had that exchange, him and Nolan. You know, yeah. it was just... I liked seeing Nolan and Debbie, too. And... Him saying that he loves her and her saying that you sound like you said it for the first time. Right. This is the first time it's like, 
touch the mic, sorry. It's all right. This was, yeah, the first, like, him saying it, it's like, he actually meant it because he realized it. Mm-hmm. So I, I really, I did, I like that too. Yeah. And Mark kind of, doesn't he tell off Cecil a little bit here? He's like, oh yeah, because yeah, Cecil says, uh, I'm sure this hasn't been easy on you, I'm sorry. And Mark's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Too you know? bad. He's like, you know, that it's okay, I'm your guy now. I'll, I'll help you get to things before they get bad, you know. Right. I don't want to have a free moment to think about how hard this is on me. So, be- Another montage. I love that. Isn't that cool? I mean, him fighting Elephant, uh, this uh, this scene of them fighting the Lizard League, uh, that's yeah. That's when Rex gets shot in the head. Yep. So they're basically stopping that from happening. Uh, stopping Doc Seismic. Um, there's the... The then, dragon guy. What's that? The guy that turns into a dragon, right? Isn't that him, the old guy? No, that's Doc Seismic is the one that... The um, guy, right? Yeah, he oh, t- he okay. can control the um, well. He does shock waves, but he also later controlled magmites or whatever yes. these creatures, the lava yeah, creatures. Was... Mm-hmm. And then later, he got turned into that lava guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I love I love seeing these because uh, I love seeing the Guardians of the Globe fighting along with them. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Uh, and then the flaxons come again. Oh yeah, of course the flaxons come again. Uh, in this scene where uh, Eve gets shot out of the air and Mark catches her. Um, Pitter patter, my heart went. Right. Uh, <laughs> that actually happened the first, you know, the last time this happened, but I believe Rex is the one that caught her. I don't remember. Yeah, I, gotta, I, I forgot to look, but it, it's funny how it changed. But then in this one, you know, Mark catches her and Rex goes, you know, careful, Invincible, that's my girl. And that was kind of a kind mm-hmm. of a final straw. I know. I love his little face. Like, hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. poor guy. Yep. So now comes the spaghetti monster. Yes. This is what it's all been kind of leading to. He's in his room crying, and this voice comes over and says, "But you've saved so many," you know, uh, and tells him how, you know, do you not realize how many you have saved? You can undo all this stuff. Are you not pleased? And Mark's like, it's it's worse. This sucks. And it's saying that, yeah, you did something that prevented Eve and Rex from not being together um, or from breaking up. Right. Uh, but we read you. We know you, Mark Grayson. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You would not simply let people die for that relationship. And Mark's like, you're right. But, and they say like, we're giving you a choice to stay and to right all those wrongs and to fix things, but you have to choose. Right. It's either this reality or the other. Mm-hmm. We, it says that this, this path, you know, cannot be forced on you. This is why we gave you a taste of what can be, the good that can be done. And Mark says no uh, because of Tara. He's saying that, you know, even I will... I like how he says even I will get together. Like he doesn't even say, oh, we yeah. might get together. I like how confident he is in that. I and think that, have that's kind of cool. another baby, but it will not be mm-hmm. the same baby. Yeah. Not to mention, obviously, Oliver and other things and stuff like that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he's saying that it won't be Tara. And uh, he refuses. And uh, They're shocked. <laughs> yeah. They're saying you were our last hope, you know. And they're saying he's, he's trying to get them to explain why and what this means. And they can't, of course. Yeah. They, I mean, eh. who knows? I'm not sure. But... We were unable to explain to you what and why we what we're trying to prevent in a way that you would comprehend. And he's like, "That's so convenient." I like how he calls it out. Um, and he says, and they say, "Is there anything that we can say that would make you reconsider?" 
and they and he says no and they say then you have doomed this world you are a disgrace and they bring him back what do you think of this dude's been through enough right oh. to be called a disgrace at that point like mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like maybe if he went back and he didn't remember certain things yeah and that yeah it's hard to because then you have to be selective like, I know, but they could do it. It seems like they could. The right. spaghetti monster, you know, like could take away. I, I picture like Harry Potter, like pulling out just take out memory. just that memory. <laughs> you know, it seems like it's a uh, an all in package though. Like, I hey, know. you can go. You're back, and you have the full memories of that of that lifetime, which will help you to change things in this lifetime. Um, but he chooses not to. Yeah, I, I mean, I would choose the same thing. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. Again, and this was all about those impossible decisions. So he gets pulled back, saying, I, I can live with that. And, uh... To see everything. He, yeah, so like, this this Viltrumite ship... Or the Coalition ship, whichever it was, is destroyed. And so he f- rushes home. I love that panel of him flying as fast as he can to get home. He flies to the to Lescria. He flies down to the city. Lands up on the, on the uh, patio or whatever, the balcony, where Evis... And he's just so happy to see her. He's like, it's me, it's me. I, 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 it's hard to explain, but I'm back, I'm back. I was, I was back in, they, I was back in time. They, they pulled me through time. And she's like, you were in the past? What? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, there was these creatures. They made me choose and I did something terrible. I, 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 I don't know if I did the right thing. He's basically torn with this, but he's saying I had to come back. And she's like, are you okay? And he's like, no, I'm not. I just, I need to see Tara. I need to hold her. And... Mm. He's, he turns and sees her, and his eyes start watering, and Tara's standing there. Are you my daddy? Jeez. She's big. Six years old. She's big. Five and a half-ish or so, but yeah. yes. So, at that point... Uh, I like how she looks like Mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had to wait four months. Ah, <sighs> nope. Um... That's no, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. No. Yeah. So when we decided to do this podcast, the first issue we were going to discuss was going to be issue uh, 126, that one. And we all told each other that we wouldn't talk about it until the podcast. podcast. So we got it all set up. We, we, We all got here and that was back when there was... Um, four of us on the podcast, uh, Matt actually was going to be on it with us and we sat in this room and we sit down and the first thing we're like, well, shit, <laughs> four months. Uh, so we ended up waiting on the podcast we never released that episode. We ended up waiting till it was closer till it came back because yeah. then we'd have four months of nothing really to talk about except, you know, we could have found stuff, but we wanted new invincible to talk about. And not only that, but we had to sit with that. We had to sit with that, you know, end. Like, what? Yeah. What? And Brittany, you were saying, like, he's been through enough. Like, this was so hard. This sucks. Like, Like, I don't know how he's even, like, alive still. Just emotionally. Like, how does it... I know. How do you swallow this? Like, no. I know it. Poor Mark. Yeah, that was rough. That was a rough wait. Um, But, again... You know? Oh, and I just, like, I honestly love this whole, um, what's it, an issue 
like all the facial expressions like it just feels so raw yes. so real so yeah at this like, point 127 uh original artist and creator koi walker comes back mm-hmm. so he does this stint of six issues and uh it was really cool i like this a lot uh he it starts off what was it 127 yeah right where we left off with mark crying saying i i am your father and and him saying i was going to be there for you every day i wanted to spend every day with you i wanted to teach you things and she says it's so it's okay i still love you and a great great you know one page splash of her hugging him really cute i have something to show both of you though this is volume 9 if you open up to issue 105 Right there. Read that panel right there. Mark this one? Yep. Mark and his dad are sitting on the moon talking. And this is right before he leaves Earth. Or a little ways, actually a little ways before he leaves Earth. Yeah, it says, can you help me? I mean... Oh, this is him. All right, this is Mark talking. Yep, this is Mark talking to his dad. And they just found out that Eve was pregnant. And Mark's kind of freaking out about it. Ah, yes. Can you help me? I mean, not be so scared. I'm worried I'm going to screw it up. Or that I'll get thrown into into the future and miss its childhood or something how crazy is that <sighs> they knew yeah they knew kirkman had to have known i didn't and i obviously didn't or they wrote I that and they're like we're doing that you maybe know? Yeah. yeah i mean i i didn't know i didn't find that panel until long after this happened you know what i mean so i didn't foresee right. that it was re-reading cool rereading it and being, it like, and being oh, like oh yeah so yeah issue 105 kind of predicts this so I like the little family shot of the three of them just yeah. like cuddling. Yeah. I mean, it's been, they say five years have gone by. Yeah. Uh, they put Tara to bed. I like how she has her little stuffed uh, bicornoclops. That's a yeah, little thing that so that um, um, uh, like Ryan Otley does sketches of. He mixed, he's, he basically switched the eyes and horns of a unicorn. So it's, I, yeah. I hope that they um, they create that. They should be, a, there should be a bicornoclops <laughs> right? plushie. It's so cute. Yep. Um, Mark tells Eve that he learned that he wasn't a hero and that he he chose to came back come back instead of saving everyone, and um, she basically says that you know that's bullshit you know and uh, you know basically comforts him and she looks off to the side after saying you know we're together now yeah so maybe things aren't quite okay um, well of course. Just- been gone for five, five years. years yeah she's a person yeah like, i mean look what happened last time mark left to fight angstrom and i think it was like six months or something and she was fully pregnant and she had moved on she wasn't wearing her ring right and it was just they're like she was done this is five years you know raising a daughter by herself and we see on this next page like she's completely comfortable with telescopy now she's talking to aliens she's just fully yeah fully <laughs> embraced it so Tara goes to uh, see Miss Luca, <laughs> and uh, you know, Eve introduces Miss Luca to Mark. Uh, Mark gets to see Alan. Alan giving him a big old goofy bear hug because it had been so, so long. Cute. Hey there, how are you? Whoa. Mm-hmm. And then Alan kind of tries to get Mark to come back into you know fighting, right? Finding too soon. Yeah, right. Way too soon. Yeah, and Mark basically. Tells him, no. I yep. mean, he says, I've lost five years right. for you. I have so much emotion. Like, no. Yeah. No. So he, he shuts him down. Uh, uh, Eve says that she's taking him to Foltak, 
Tholthak? I don't know. Kolthak? Um <laughs> I think it's Kolthak. Something Thak. Yeah, anyways, this, uh, another planet so they can kind of go and get their own, you know, get, catch up a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on at this party, Mark's standing on a balcony. And who walks up beside him? But Oliver. And he's grown up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got his own little mustache going. I know. I was like, oh, he's a true through and through. Yeah. So, uh... I mean, the fact that he had a mustache should have been, like, the first. an impending sign of doom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. I like how Mark's saying, you know, Oliver asking, how you doing? And Mark's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And he breaks down. Yeah. And it's like... And, and Oliver's saying, like, hey, it's okay that you're not okay, that you're not fine. You know, this is all right. You've, you know, you'll be all right. It's going to be okay. And Oliver had children. Oliver has two little babies. Yeah. Yeah, did you see those? Haluma was holding two orange babies. Yep. You know, purple and orange, I guess, makes that pinkish orange baby. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So they've got kids. Um, uh, let's see. Mark and Eve are going to go to that planet, and their teacher comes to say goodbye and gives a Tara a little robot. What do you guys think of Tara? What are your thoughts on Tara now that you've read her, you know, how she talks, how she acts? Oh my god, I love her. Right? Yeah. She's like, really cute. Oh my gosh, yeah, she's so cute. And she's just a, a kid. Like, I love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just met you, but I love you. You know, it's... Yeah, she's really cute with her, like, little hat. She likes this robot. Like, I... Yeah, I really like her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like her, like, Tara. We're in space. Booyah! <laughs> um, first sign of some problems, problems. here. Uh, Eve's not sleeping in the same bed as Mark. Um, I like this, this page of them reading together and Mark just crying. Like, he's just so happy to have them back. I know. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I might. Um, That's so cute. Later on this alien planet, um, Mark tries to kiss Eve mm-hmm. and she turns away. And Mark's like, you know, clearly upset, but understands like, hey, I know a lot of time has gone by, but this is hard for me too. Like, and, Eve accepted that he was raped, so he can definitely accept oh, yeah. that she was with somebody else. Yes. You know, like... Yeah. And she says, you know, that there was someone else. And I love... I think she looks awesome. Like, Cory Walker did a great job on this page, especially. Like, look at... I, I think she looks really good there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that's not the end, where I feel like it would normally be the end. Uh, Oliver, you know, as if the mustache wasn't sign enough. Yeah. Is secretly talking to Thrag. What? Mm-mm. I feel like I'm gonna sneeze. So oh, I don't know if it's I had okay. To, like, sneeze, and I wanted you to edit it. Oh, and it's gone. So, okay, elephants. Elephants. Something like that. You look elephant at lights. Man. Okay, so fra- the elephant. Thrag. Thrag. But yeah, he's uh, he's talking to Thrag, and saying that you know Mark is out of the picture. I think he may never get involved. Excellent. Like, mm-hmm. I can just picture him. And know? who is he surrounded by? A bunch of children who yep. are now grown. His evil spawn. So <laughs> now we're back to having a bunch of Viltramites, evil Viltramites to deal with. Following Papa Thrag. Mm-hmm. Dead, and poor Battlebees. I know. Still on his I know. Shoulders. He's so proud. Yeah. So issue 128. As if you, if, if you couldn't tell, uh... Ryan Otley did the covers for this, for you know, this arc, even though Corny Walker did the interiors. And Nathan Fairbairn did the coloring, who sticks on to do the coloring uh, once, you know, after 
Corey Walker's six issues, Ryan Otley comes back, and Nathan Fairburn stays on. So it looks great. Uh, this is, what is it? 128. Um, it starts off with this alien planet. They're talking about how they're worried that their their place in the coalition is gonna you know draw attention to Thrag, which it does. It does. They get attacked. Yep. Right away, we see that Thrag's kids are kind strong. of strong. Yeah, they're <laughs> obviously have powers. They're taking over planets for Thrag, and then back to Mark and Eve, um, and Eve saying like we were so worried because right now obviously we're in territory where we were doing podcasts about each of these issues. Yeah. We were so worried that you know. We weren't terrible. going to find out about this guy or oh. anything about him that it was going to be dragged out a little bit. But no, right away, his name was Kubian. Talia, Alan's girlfriend, introduced us. Um, we, were to, we, we weren't together very long. Um, you know, you had been gone four years at this point. So So it was recent, you know, like that it was... It was relatively mm-hmm. recent, yeah. So she did wait quite a, quite a while. Which... Yeah, she did. And, and you're right, Mark says it's okay. You know, you really don't have to do this. It's not something you should feel like you have to apologize for. I understand five years is a long time. You know, so he is okay with it. Yeah. I liked seeing uh, Tara and Eddie, uh, their interactions together and how he has to keep adjusting to her age because she's just a little kid and she just, you know, he's like, hey. He's trying to figure out let's do how a botany to, lesson. I know, to make education fun for her age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was cute. Um, and Mark wanting to fly with her. Yeah. Yeah. But flying too high. It's one of those like, you know, how do I handle kids yeah. moments? Because he doesn't know how to do this. He has no experience with kids. She gets so mad. She goes, I want to fly just low. Mm-hmm. Duh, dad. <laughs> Her little pouty face. Yep. Oh, and then Alan and Talia getting it on. It was interesting to actually see. To actually see what was behind, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes yeah, there. Because it's yeah. always behind the curtain. Yes. Yeah, interesting. Um, Alan gets called away to an emergency council meeting. Um, Mark and uh, Tara have a cute moment where she's hogging all the markers. And then they go to read a book. And the book kind of has some subtle undertones about, you know, a person not being, what 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 was it like? It, it kind of had to do, it symbolized Eve, you know, and finding someone, but, you know, yeah, not yeah. wanting to be alone and having to find someone to, to be your partner. and Right, just to get you through everyday life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Mark has that moment where he kind of stares off thinking about that. Uh, and then back to... Uh, Representative Elia, who, you know, was the one that suggested they do the Viltrumite breeding camps or whatever. Uh, Attacked him. Yeah. She uses Alan's own bodyguards to attack him, saying that Alan is, I mean. What a bitch. Again, to be fair, he's had five years and Alan's army's only grown. It sucks. I mean, but Alan. And now Alan, I'm sure they've got reports that Thrag is taking over planets and, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. Like, so she's frustrated, move. understandably, yeah. not saying this is the right thing to do, but, you know, she tries to kill Alan. Um, Stupid. Yeah. Uh, by blowing, you know, when the bodyguards fail, blowing herself up, including the entire building and Alan. And I, I got nervous when I saw that panel because I was like, is that just like a piece of Alan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then when I saw him and he literally had no, no eye. No eye, yep. And his whole face was burnt. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said shit. So I was like, okay, he's still alive. So he's still alive, yeah. yeah. I think so that's what we said on that episode too. Yeah. Like, okay, he's got... 
He's got to be fine. He's like he's got to be fine, but I'm just thinking like, how's he gonna come back from that? Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this scene of Mark and Eve, because they're they're just flat out saying it. They're talking like normal people. Eve's like, "You're upset about it, aren't you?" And Mark's like, "Yeah, of course I am. I can be upset with with you being with someone else and." still see that you did nothing wrong and right. I feel bad but you don't have to and she's and she responds by saying oh that makes complete sense you should be sad and I'll go over here and dance and she's like I still feel terrible like it's a very real like shitty interaction it's like hey there's nothing we can do about it right it, it's it sucks but you know I think they're both okay with it in the end um and Mark goes on to say you know they haven't heard from earth lately and he wonders he wonders what's going on and on earth right and we get this page of nolan who's now got a gray yep. like chops mustache going i like the little chops <laughs> yeah i think it's great mm-hmm. uh but they're fighting some threat on earth yeah well originally when i first saw this i was like oh is he fighting robot because robots in the background but i was like it kind of looks like he's fighting with, with him. him yep so i'm like hmm what's yeah. happening so and- so what did you think of this you know the first thing that happens in 129 is Robot talking Nolan into saying, like, hey, it's okay to kill that guy. It's okay to kill him. Look what he did. He he ravaged this this planet. He set us back years, you know. Right. And Nolan agrees and kills him. You know, this is the technicians. Do you guys remember the technicians? Yes, I do. These are the ones um, that... Uh, Angstrom. Ang- yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So we finally kind of get a little bit of resolution from them. Like, they wanted something from Angstrom. It's hard for me because I struggle... With seeing Nolan take on this, like, darkness again. Yeah. Because he's, of course, struggled more with, like, what right and wrong. Mm-hmm. So when this comes along, it's like, of course, yes, he did this, but is it our job to kill him or capture him? Yeah. You know, there's there's different ways to deal with this, and, you know, it, it didn't have to end in death. Yeah. I like how he says, you know, this wouldn't be you sliding back to your old the old ways of your people. You know, so it's one of those... He's trying to justify it. Like, he's... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. So, we've got Alan in his hospital bed with no arms, (laughs) no legs. (laughs) What is it? Tara says... No armed Alan. No armed Alan. Alan. So funny. I I mean, again, a child just says it. You know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, shoot. Yep. (laughs) And, uh... Well, yeah. Well, because they leave because Alan's girlfriend comes with her... Her brother, we Her find brother, out. Her yeah. brother, who's pretty handsome. Kubian. Oh, yeah, his this jock guy shows up. <laughs> yep. And we'll we get... quickly see that it's Eve's other lover. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but what a dick. Mm-hmm. You remember why uh, they broke up? Yeah. Like, well, because she... Was it Talia or Talia? How do you say her name? Yeah, Talia, I think. Yeah, Talia. She, I mean, uh-huh. she explained it perfectly, but it was basically... They don't see value in children. Yeah. Like, it's just something that's in the way of their relationship. So they only value the their relationship. And he wanted him, or wanted her to choose him over Tara. Yeah. And I wondered if it was because it wasn't his child, or if that's just what it was altogether. But it sounded like yeah. they just don't she, care about I kids. mean, she calls it... Um... He calls it archaic familial obligation, meaning like, yeah, his race probably doesn't, you know, raise children. They they might have kids, but they probably don't raise them, you know, and he wanted nothing to do with that. 
So what a dick. Mm-hmm. Well, when you don't raise children, you just become an asshole. <laughs> That's not true. No, like he's an asshole. <laughs> Nobody taught him any better. Yeah. I mean. It's hard because that's all, yeah, that's all he's ever known. But, like, even when he said that, I, I felt like he meant the obligation to go back to Mark. Like, oh. because that's your baby's daddy, like. Well, they broke up before Mark even came back, though. Yeah. So. But I thought that's, like, in his reference. Of, oh, maybe. You still want to be with me, but now you have this other Oh, yeah, and then guy. him saying, and I know he can never make you feel the way I do. And she, like, socks him. And yeah. Yeah. That, that shows a guilty conscience right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might be true after seeing all those tentacle things that, you know, yeah. his sister was using oh, on geez. Alan. Who knows what he's got. <laughs> I know. Jeez. Uh, you guys are too much. Uh, I like, keeping uh, it real. I like Tara yeah. explaining to Uncle Oliver what happened. <laughs> she's just being, just the way she talks, the way she's written, it's just so cute. I know, and I can totally see it, you know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and Oliver's yeah. looking like jacked. Oh yeah, he's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Talia explains what happened, so now Mark knows the truth and everything. And that's kind of just, that's just kind of where it's left at. It's over with. You and know I what I mean? It. That's. It, it was. Mm-hmm. Didn't take a long to time to get there. Yep. Exactly, yep. and it's it. That's out of the picture. We know where they all stand. Um, I like seeing this progression shot on Alan, yeah. on how he's healing, and he kind of, you know. He normally comes back stronger and bigger, and it seems as though part of him coming back stronger means he's having these, like, rock. rock? Yeah, it kind of looks like he's a little bit more rock. More like the thing, you know? Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a sign of being cast as the rock. Just oh! <laughs> I just keep bringing it back. Please. Please, somebody <laughs> listen. Please. Um, then we get, a, we get a little taste of uh, Anand and Ursul. Yeah. These are Thrag's, two of Thrag's kids who seem to have a little bit more of a, you know, second in command spot. You know, we see a lot of them. And. Yeah, that bitch looked crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Anand's ripping people in half and he's killing people for fun. And Ursul basically tells him to stop, saying, hey, you know, we've done our job. We've conquered this planet. They are obeying us. Why are you still killing them? And uh, Thrag shows up and says, is there an issue? And Ursula kind of covers for her brother saying, you know, no, there's no issue. We're good. We're good. Yep. Um, Nolan comes <laughs> home to see... Uh, Mark. Mark. I love his face. Like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Where you been? <laughs> yep. And he's so happy to see him. And we get a little taste of what Grandpa Nolan I is know. like. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. This, we would never have seen this. Yeah. You know? We like, wouldn't have... Yeah. yeah. It would, this is... I mean, it's, it's cool to see... You know, her older, you know, mm-hmm. to see uh, Tara aged. Um, so Mark kind of, you know, they talk a little bit about Rex. Nolan goes on to say Rex Rex is a friend of mine. I mean, yeah, I think five years have gone by. Things are better. They've done a lot. To, they've done a lot together. And Mark still doesn't, it still isn't okay with it. And uh, they're interrupted by the sound of Eve shutting down Anissa. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who, and I, I love Eve in this shot. Yeah. You know, right? just like the so, the pink wall of death. Yeah. Like, you fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. And she says that, you know, uh, she she didn't say anything. She just started to talk to her, and Eve basically saw red and just attacked her. Yeah. Um, Good for you. Yeah. Yep. Nolan was, uh, Nolan 
freaked out, said, what did you do to my son? Mark tells him that she nothing. did nothing. So that kind that made that me angry. pissed me off. Yeah, it pissed me off I think too. it's kind of well, supposed to. I think he to. said it because he knows that his dad would have ripped her in half right in yes, front of right? Tara. Uh huh. Like right there. Of course, Mark is always thinking about that stuff. Where mm-hmm. I'm saving like, lives. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, know. I, I hope he tells his dad what happens. I'm sure he will eventually, but mm-hmm. that wasn't the right moment. Yeah. So I I agree with that. And Mark and Eve talk about it a little bit and mark says that he just all he cares about is the now, three of us yeah and i don't want anything to get in the way dun, dun, dun. and the issue ends with anissa with going anissa. home yep going home sweet baby girl and a son mm-hmm. named marky mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i want to know who's the who's the baby uh the baby looks like it's the daughter of that guy. Okay. Yeah, she she's a little darker. Yeah. So well, she looks like it looks like I mean she kisses him on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So she obviously she must found have someone finally. Though, yeah. With somebody else. With that guy. It's assumed that this is Mark's son. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. So uh, uh, and obviously he's older than Mark. Well. Or, or I'm sorry, older than this baby. So she must have. I mean, he looks to be almost Tara's age, which would line up. Which would make sense. Absolutely. Um, and then she, she, she who hated um, procreating with humans, eventually found someone and settled down and had a baby. Uh, so there we are with that. Marky, this, man, this Marky. issue. I was at this point. I was so. I remember doing the podcast for this one. I was so upset. Like poor Mark. I like, know. Not only is like he there, just got his family back, and, but, and now this shit. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. This this one felt to me like how I feel like you felt a couple volumes ago with Mark Brittany, like where it's like how much shit can one guy take? Yeah. It's almost too much sometimes. Yeah. This was almost my breaking point where I was like, so now he has this illegitimate kid out there that it's gonna affect him and eat. How is that like... gonna How is that gonna affect him? <sighs> oh yeah, I know. It just doesn't end for him. Uh huh. Just keeps going. Well, well. And 12 issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> One big happy family. <laughs> All right, so... Predictions now. <laughs> only a few more issues. We've got issue 130 now. Mark and Rex in a little bit of a standoff on the cover. Uh, it starts with Britt. And he's, you know, using this cool gun to save people from this collapsing building. And this whole thing is being narrated by Rex, talking about how, um, how few casualties there actually were in that technician war right. that no matter even though it was the most disastrous thing that had ever happened it was the most efficient it was actually yeah super efficient very few died in you know considering that, how bad it was was good mm-hmm. you know that you know some even some villains have united under my leadership now and you know we get to see tech jacket and wolfman what's that brit the Mahler twins yeah the Mahler twins and, uh, How do they keep coming back? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Just... Right. Uh, and, you know, Rex goes on with this speech saying that, you know, things have things are good. Life is good. You know, there are still a few people that oppose me, but over, all in all, everything's good. And uh, he's giving this speech to Mark and Nolan. And they... What's it? Well, yeah, Mark just gets pissed. Like, Nolan's, like, sitting there looking at him, like, see, 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 come on, yeah. son, like, like right? get on board. And Mark's just like, nope, screw this. Yeah. 
So they go up into space to talk about it. And they have this whole discussion about Mark saying, hey, you can't, you, you know, you can't just look past all the evil he's done, all the bad things he's done, you know, and I can't believe him. He's saying that, how do you, how, how do you know he didn't let the technicians in? How do you know he didn't send them just to get more people on his side, you know? Which we totally wouldn't put past him. Right? Like, that's definitely something he would do. But at this point, it's like... What does it matter, how, though? Yeah, at this point, how long does it take? Does it have to be 10 years, 50 years of Rex just being like, I'm fine with this. The world's a better place. I'm not going to do anything. Like, is the is the other shoe ever going to drop? And I feel like Nolan was just like, no, this is fine. This is good. But Mark is not stubborn, but... I mean, he ripped his wife's leg off. You know what I mean? Like... He tried to kill him several times. He left him in another dimension. Like there has to be a point in which there's no coming back. From you you like, can't never... accept this guy. And then you wonder what's going to happen when Thrag's little army shows up mm-hmm. because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is he going to do? Yeah. But ultimately, Mark says that they can't stay. Nope. They, they're not going to they stay won't. here. It's not going to, you know. Um... No, he would always be looking over his shoulder, mm-hmm. worrying about. Robot's gonna change his mind and come after his family. And not only that, but and he would it, kill Tara right in front of him. Oh, oh it's sure. for the greater good. Yeah. Right? No. And not only that, but I'm sure you know, Eve's got a handle on Telescria. Tara's got a handle on it. Like they're kind of comfortable there now. Right. Mm-hmm. So why bother? Why deal with the? And they have family there. <laughs> yeah. So, they leave, and um, you know, fly back. Not before uh, we see uh, Oliver. Checking in again with uh, Thrag. Yep. Yep. Uh, he's trying to get more information from Thrag. He's trying to find out, like, so did you guys think at this point, did you guys assume Oliver worked for him? Or did you think he was a double agent? What did you think? Oh, I thought straight up he worked for him. Yeah. Straight yeah. up. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I could see him kind of fishing for more information, but it didn't ever once make me think, like, oh, he's playing both sides. Yeah. It made me think he's... Yeah, but he's always had this a bigger point of view. He's always had a bigger head than I can do he, this. He, I can fight. Can do it all. I can take yeah. it on. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. Yep. Um, back on their little planet, Mark tells Eve that like, we could just stay here. We don't like just let's forget it all. Let's just stay here together forever. Um, and she's down with it. She's like, okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan is in rehab, so he's almost to full strength. Uh, and he has a, like a little secretary saying that other thing, it's done. And, you know, Alan kind of glancing off like, huh, what what was that other thing? So, uh, but the issue ends with Thrag killing Ragnar's, like training some of his children. Use their strengths as their weaknesses, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, but it's just crazy that he's just pretty much fighting Ragnar's. Like those things can hurt Viltrumites. Right. And Shows how strong he's gotten over those five years. Mm-hmm. And he's called in uh, Anna and Ursel and given them a new assignment. Yep. Time to go kill Mark and his family. Yep. He says, I want you to go kill Mark Grayson. So he knows where Mark is. So, I mean... Yeah. What? Well, like, when I read that, I was kind of like, again, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, they finally just got somewhere... They said, we're going to live here. We're going to enjoy our life. We don't want anything to do with it. Of course. Just leave us be. 
but guess what? I'm going to come hunt you down. It just mm-hmm. keeps coming. Yep. You, you guys don't see it in the trade paperback or the, you know, the book form, but the single issues and the digital issues have um, this little title. You know, they, they have like kind of like a little blurb on the bottom of the issue. And the bottom of this one is truth is, no, I'm sorry. Truth is this cover is a spoiler. Should have just gone with the ones that was just hands. <laughs> we like those ones. I know. <sighs> I love the hands covers. Uh, so yeah, here it is. One thirty-one, Anna and Ursel are arriving. Yep. Starts with Thrag, basically giving Oliver one shot, saying, "Hey, all right, you want you want to prove your loyalty? I'm don't se- do anything. Yeah, don't do anything. I'm sending people to kill your brother, and you're just gonna stand back." Mm-mm. So Oliver begs him not to do it, but you know, Thrag says it's too late. And yeah, then, he wants to bring him over or try mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like Mark playing with uh, playing baseball with Tara, <laughs> and as on an attacks, her baseball hat goes flying off, and it's a Baltimore baseball cap. And uh, Mark's home is in Baltimore. Yeah, so it was a neat was little cute. nod. But yeah, Anand kills Eddie, the robot. Oh, she is pissed. <laughs> Sucks. I liked Eddie. I know. Yeah, they can make another. It's just a robot. You True. Know? <laughs> Mark freaks out, obviously. Um, and this this issue was so intense. It was so intense. Well, it's so scary when you have someone so innocent with no powers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And how helpless yeah. both Eve and Mark feel at this moment because they weren't expecting it. And now they have to protect their child mm-hmm. with these two lunatics. Oh, right? my gosh. I liked uh, Ursel grabbing Eve's leg mm-hmm. and Eve. And it rip Eve, like, cutting her own leg off. Yep. Because that was like that other reminder of, hey, remember, she has a, a fake leg. <laughs> Mommy, you're a robot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I found my new friend. <laughs> just my leg, honey. Yeah. So then it's just page after page of a very crazy fight scene. Yeah. And, um, I, and I liked him saying, like, I'm sorry, I have to fly. Because, oh, isn't that crazy? Yeah. And oh. I, I think of this poor little girl and her lungs just like crushing on her. And he's just like, we have to keep going. Like That is like the most heartbreaking thing. I was like losing my breath as I was reading this. I'm like, this poor girl. Yeah, this yeah, that exactly it. I remember saying it was hard to breathe reading this issue. Mm-hmm. Like like him that that full page of him holding her and flying really, really fast, and then her face turning purple and him saying, Tara, Tara, you have to breathe. Breathe, okay? Oh. Yeah. And her just crying, it hurts, yeah. like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they keep fighting on it. I mean, Ursula keeps attacking Eve, and Eve's putting up a good fe- fight, but she's just being all defensive. She right. can't stop her. She's just trying to bide her time. And Mark is, like, trying to hold on to Tara, and he's, like, flipping her around, and um, Anand just keeps chasing him. Uh, and then but, finally he gets him. And- yeah. Anand grabs a hold of Tara and uh, drops her. Just straight up drops her. Uh, did you guys think she was going to fall? I didn't know what to think. I thought Mark was going to catch her. You know, like he would get away and catch her. Yeah. Something heroic. Yeah, they... Right before she hit the ground yeah. kind of thing. We had yeah. so many different options. I remember I was talking about how, like, okay, the options are, like, Oliver's going to show up and catch her. Thrag's going to show up and catch her. She's going to have power. She's going to smack into the ground. I think our big theory was that she was going to hit the ground and then crawl out of it, and she was going to be super strong. So I like we, that. Yeah, so yeah. we're like, oh, maybe she's just indestructible. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Reminds me of, like, Jack-Jack. 
Jack, Jack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the final issue of Volume Eleven is one thirty-two with a crazy cover of just a bloody hand. I was scared. Yeah. I was so yeah. scared when I saw this. I'm like, no, Ooh. no. Yeah. Because I mean, just so many poor, bad things for poor Tara. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was freaking out. Yep. And it starts right where it left off. Tara falling, yelling, "Daddy!" On and holding back, Mark. And she. I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She thinks she can fly. So Tara can fly. Well, at least kind of fly. Kind of. She doesn't really know how. She's just kind of floating there. So, but then uh, Thrag's got her. So we find out that Thrag showed up, has her leg. It says, shame, falling would have been a, a, a less painful death. Uh-huh. And he, t- he tells her that she's a good liar and she would probably be useful. So I, I liked that. Yeah. You know, there's something special or extra about her. Mm-hmm. But then I got nervous again because he put his whole hand oh, around her head oh yeah wasn't that awful oh my gosh and she says you're hurting me yes. like i was like why like, would they put that in here it's just oh. imagine yes yeah, starting to slow squeeze and enjoying it every oh, moment oh made my me gosh. nervous yep but luckily uncle oliver showed uncle up uncle oliver <sighs> thank goodness he still has a heart yep so mark beats the shit out of Anin. Bites him. He looks like such a little bitch when he gets punched in the face. Like, he's crying. Like, <laughs> Who's that? Anand. Anand, yeah. yeah. He is a little bitch. Right? And uh, Eve's still fighting Ursul. And Mark shows up. I love how he grabs her by the throat and then just slams her headfirst into the ground. Yep. And she's awesome. just like... And she looks like she's stuck into the ground headfirst. <laughs> I know. It's such a great scene. So they go take off to go find Tara. Because Mark says, I, I looked and I didn't see her fall. So right. they don't know where she is. So, because they don't know that she can float, hover, slash, exactly. whatever. Yeah. Uh, Thrag and Oliver are fighting, and we kind of find out that you know, you know that Oliver was using him. Oliver, you know, was doing this, um, was you know true to the coalition. Thrag says, you know, now I see where your true loyalty lies. You know, and uh, it was interesting because we could see Oliver siding with Thrag because, like we talked earlier. He, he can, still gave him he can, good information. Oh, yeah. Like, but it's, that's, that's part of the whole thing. Like, maybe he had to do that to get... Um, but, I mean, he could, you could see him siding with Thrag because he's got, you know, other Viltrumites who are like him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, and how awful was this with Tara kicking Thrag and breaking her ankle? I know. I know. Uh, the next few pages are so rough. Poor little sweetie. Yeah. So, I... Oliver tells him, like, hey, you know, I know why. You, you know, you may be the strongest of all of us, but, you know, my family has something you'll never have, the blood of Argyll in our veins, you know, because they're the true heirs to the Viltrum Empire. And Thrag says, Boy. it looks just like blood to me as he puts his fist through Oliver. Yep. So Uncle Oliver. Yep. I know, but again, I'm like, he's not dead. Exactly. Like, Mark's come we back from think, that. Exactly. Like, so many people I feel like have come back from that, that... I mean, look what happened to Alan. Like, please. Oh, I know. You know, so how can he not come back from And that? one of the grossest things in this issue, an issue packed with gross things, is Thrag wiping his hand on Tara's face. Uh, and then, Like, marking her. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, that bothered yeah. me so Yeah, and her, her poor red eyes. Like, she saw all this. Right. Like, this is, this is going to affect her. Forever. And Mark shows up. And he offers basically a trade. I've got your son. You've got my daughter. Let's just end this. Don't hurt her. Don't do that. And Thrag calls him out on it saying, hey, you're a good guy. 
you're you know i know you you're a hero you wouldn't do anything to him i don't i'm basically calls his bluff but then mark gives the line being a hero is bullshit yep and <laughs> this is this is where i remember like when you were a kid, popping the heads off daisies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, there it goes. Or dandelions. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and just pops his head off. <laughs> <laughs> Throws the body at Thrag. And then what proceeds is a very brutal fight scene in which, I mean, Eve tries to heal Tara's leg, but while she's distracted, of course, uh, Ursul breaks her back. And she says she can't feel her legs, but then Ursul punches her face, breaks her jaw off. Mark is obviously distracted because he see he's seeing all this. Oh. Thrag uses that opportunity while he's distracted to rip him, basically you know, in half. vertically in half. Yep. Um, and then Thrag says, "Let's leave them. Don't finish them off. Let them suffer, knowing that they their daughter that they can't do anything daughter. for their daughter She's and all that." Starve to death, mm-hmm. like whatever. And they fly away. This was, that was all a little much. Yeah, it was a little much. A little much. I think so. But then we get pink. But then there's pink. Eve does it for the second time. Well, third time if you count the very in her origin story when she does it. But just like when Conquest almost killed, almost her. killed her, she unlocked her true potential, true power to heal Mark, heal Eve, and fix Tara's leg as well as make Mark a little bit stronger. And uh, unfortunately, Oliver was too far gone to save. Right. That kind of made me sad. Mm-hmm. And you know, Billy yes. asked me what I thought about this already before mm-hmm. I came over, like, about making Mark stronger. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I like it, but I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I remember when she came back, didn't she make her, like, boobs She made bigger? her boobs bigger. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I get it. But, like, if she could do that. Why didn't she make herself stronger or do something different I think to she's, her? Well, yeah, I think she said we're all a little bit stronger. Yeah. Yeah, at least a little bit, all of us. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they were gone or not. Um, so now we know that, I mean, she's going to have, or Tara's going to have more powers or be stronger or whatever. So maybe Yeah, we don't know. Like, be... is she is she going to be able to be super strong? Is she going to have, is she going to have some of Eve's powers? Yeah. Like, there's all these other different cool little things. Uh, yeah, they, they focus it mainly on being Mark's. Mark's powers. Mark's powers. Like, yeah, is she going to have... But she has some weird genetic stuff in her from Eve, right? Mm. She's got to. I like being able to talk to you guys almost like (laughs) normally because I can remember fully what these conversations were. Um, But this this volume ends with them being like, all right, we're back in the fight. They're back in the fight. This is it. About halfway through uh, these last six issues, so about three or four issues ago, um, was when they announced that it was going There's to be the end, end of the series. And I, I mean, and I feel like this is lining up to the perfect Yeah, like this is ability like this to is, end. Yeah. It doesn't feel too rushed. It feels normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to there's fit still, it all in 12 issues is intense. Oh, yeah. But at least I feel like it's lining up for a, a good ending, like one that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I really like what they say. They, they got a taste of the life that they want, mm-hmm. and they have to fight to get it. Mm-hmm. Like yep. if they're ever going to be able to, now's mm-hmm. the time. Yep. So we've got Thrag and his his army. We've got robots up to something, maybe. You know, yeah. like he's he's like, are we gonna see a legend Earth? is coming from oh, the, Battle the Beast prophecy. prophecy? Yeah, so there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff to pack into I this. I think they should just go straight for robot and just fuck him up. Right? Yeah. I'm I'm Team Brittany. Yep. Well, get, will will that make for a better Earth? Like that's the question. I don't though. care. You don't care. He deserves I'm a, it. I'm a, I'm about the revenge. That's what I'm fighting for. I hope that Monax and Amanda actually take care of that. 
Monax and Amanda. I, I want to see Amanda and Robot talk to each other. I want oh, to I see mean. interaction between them. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. So there's the next five issues. You guys have to read them in issue form now or digitally, either way. But what are you looking at on the cover of the first issue? Um, Oliver holding two children. Yeah. He just died. Yeah. So that's kind of, well. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, right. you'll see. Yeah. But Mark, yeah. Mark is in and they're definitely original. older than they were. Mark's in his, well, he always is. Yeah, maybe. Like I said, nobody ever dies. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it's a clone. Yeah. Oh, no. What? Well, I'm just saying. like, it's just, Or these another are, one from another universe. Like. Like, these are all the theories that we were thinking through when we first read them. Yeah. Well, everyone seems to be happy except... Greg. <laughs> but the covers... The last 12 covers kind of are like these montage covers. So if you like, even look at the next one. I'm allowed to? Yeah, you can look at them. We saw all these at this point anyways. They don't really show, give anything away. They're just like character covers. Yeah. But uh, this is it. You guys are, you guys are here. Five issues and you're caught up. So uh, next time we talk to you guys, which, you know, for all the listeners out there, we're going to be doing an episode next month after, like, because next issue, the next new issue to come out. Uh, is going to be what? What issue is that? One thirty. Uh, let's see. Yeah, one thirty-eight is coming out. That'll be our next episode of this podcast. And one thirty-eight is going to be me, TJ, and Bill talking all about that issue. And then the episode of this podcast that comes after that is going to be all five of us. Chitty chatting. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to be our halfway point because we will be halfway between uh, the, end. the end of all things, and so it'll be the first time time that. TJ and Bill get to sit down with Liz and Brittany. We're going to be able to talk a little bit about if they had any questions, like what they thought of the entire series leading up to this point. We're going to go over those six issues. So fans of new readers, like these episodes, you're going to be able to hear what Liz and Brittany thought of the halfway point, you know, which is essentially volume 24 for those of you reading these soft cover paperbacks um, and see what, you know, they thought of these six issues. I'm really excited for you guys to read these. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to go by too quick. I know. I want to so, like savor them a little bit. I know. Well, you can. I mean, you've got a month. <laughs> okay. You know? All right. Take your time. Read one now and then. Like, actually get to see what it feels like to wait. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be great. I'm excited. It's exciting that you're finally here. It's been over a year, like I said. So that does it. Remember, everybody, you can... Uh, if you've got questions for that show, by the way, if you've got questions for Liz or Brittany or uh, anything like for that final... Uh, not that final new reader, but kind of uh, recapping the entire New Reader series and bringing them up to the current issue, uh, email us, theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. Find us there. And uh, I'm going to go watch Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Are you going to end up seeing it? You can, is I'm Bill sure, going tonight? Yeah, he's going tonight. I'm sure I'll take Riker at some point this cool. weekend. I was even thinking the drive-in with that. Oh, nice. Me 3 or something. That'd cool. Be fun well, night. thank you both for joining me. This has been fun. Yes. And we'll see everybody next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.